You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Good Saturday morning to everybody and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Good to see you here, Rob. Good to see you, Gary. How you doing? You know, all things considered, uh, I'm, I'm doing my best to hang in there. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough out there right now. You know what it it's is. like. And, and the weather doesn't help. I mean, it's it's a deluge of rain. Mm-hmm. And then just when we kind of get out of that, it's, it's another deluge of, of, it of rain. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I had a really great opportunity that I wanted to bring to you today, which is that I've been getting a lot of inquiries and questions from clients of mine that are looking to sell their homes. Okay. They're looking to move up or um, buy other properties and whatnot. And they're asking a lot of questions about getting their homes ready for sale, hearing about all of the things in the market with inspections and whatnot. So have a very special guest with us today, Mr. Joe DeLaurentis of Tiger Home Inspections. And he's been doing home inspections for over 26 years. Oh. So I thought it'd be an wow. awesome person to have on just to talk about selling your home and getting it ready to sell. Sure. Joe, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Gary. Thanks. Thank you for having me, Rob. It, it's, it's great that, that you're here. I, I didn't. 26 years is, is quite a long time to be doing anything. How has home inspections evolved in 26 years? Is there any different now than it was when you first started? Very different, Gary. Uh, used to be a very simple process. We had a, a variety in the market from uh, builders who would come by and look at your house for a simple fee and not provide any report, maybe some verbal comments, uh, to engineering services that would wait two weeks to send you a very long narrative that nobody hmm. could understand. Uh, in the early 2000s, we were licensed, then that kind of leveled the playing field and gave us a standard of practice, uh, and the industry has evolved from there. I, I would imagine the industry, like every industry, is more or less involved in, in evolved in, in ten years, let alone twenty years. But there's got to be, I, I don't know, maybe some of the most common inspection issues that you find in houses. I mean, is there is there is there something that you gravitate more towards because more toward because you think that well, this is typical. This is I see this in nearly every home. Whereas other issues is oh, this is sporadic. I, I rarely see this, but. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Those items over the 26 years have not changed dramatically. Of course, we've seen increase in concern and things like mold, right? Never heard of it 26 years ago, or if you did, it wasn't a chronic indoor air quality problem. Uh, Radon, of course, has become more commonplace than it was back then. But the issues that have been repetitive over all these years, things like moisture damage, trim, rotted wood outside your house, uh, foundation issues, uh, cracks in, in foundations and floors and things. Um, every day uh, I see people who don't service the equipment in their houses. Uh, these houses that we desire and live in and, and, and love, uh, we, we tend to lack uh, taking care of or keep current service records. So um, those are a few of the examples of things that, that we see on a daily basis. So when you're working with a buyer um, as, as their inspector, what is their reaction when you start finding many issues and, and areas uh, of concern and repair? Are, are they are they devastated? Or how it's their reaction? 
Well, of course, there's a variation depending on who your client is, but but in many cases, you can see uh, a, a natural uh, overwhelming kind of feeling or or a disenchantment in some cases when it gets bad. Uh, picture the guy who was used to playing golf on the weekends, and he and his wife are looking for their first home, and I'm talking to him about cleaning the gutters or pit- patching a little bit of rotted trim or a, a, a foundation crack that seeped in the past and leaked. And now he's starting to think about, oh, I got to hire someone or uh, I'm going to have to do some of these uh, chores and finally get get handy like my father was, as it may be. Yeah. Uh, so it, we see that their their general demeanor towards the purchase start to fade a little. And, and, and these are simple things that could have been corrected perhaps uh, by a seller uh, in, in, in preparing the house for sale. Do you, do you, who do you represent more, the, the buyer, the seller? Most of our business is buyer transactions. Uh, that we're working for the buyers, but um, for years we've been talking about preparing your house for sale as a seller and doing a seller's inspection. Uh, that has come on more and more, even believe it or not, with, with how hot the market is recently. People want to remove the stress of what's going to happen when the buyers bring this inspector in. Maybe I'll be proactive. Uh, we like to call it driving the bus, right? I'm the seller who can fix some things first. I think a lot of buyers nowadays use the inspection as a leverage or negotiation tool. Uh, a lot of the realtors in the current market are kind of saying, oh, yeah, let's wait for the inspection to ask about this or that. And that ends up being a huge leverage piece in the negotiation process. Well, theoretically, then, could could is there are there sometimes two inspections, uh, one provided by the seller and one provided by the buyer? You know, if 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 uh, if if the if the seller wants to be proactive and say, "All right, listen, I want to get ahead of the game here. I'm going to have my own inspection, uh, my own inspector come in." And if I'm the buyer of the house and say, "Well, you know, I, he's looking out for your best interest. You're, you know, I, I always I always talk to people on the radio every morning, and when they talk to me about polls, and I'm like, "Well, I, I can get a poll to, uh, you know, to, to go your way. You yeah. tell me who's paying who's paying for the poll. I'll tell you how the outcome yeah, of the poll." Yeah, but I old. think the seller so, inspection is done before the house is on the market, typically, or yeah, after. Correct. But to Gary's point, there are often two done. Right, and that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. So then, let's say the seller has has a, an inspection. If I'm the buyer and go. I appreciate that, and I respect your, you know, your decision to do that. But they're not looking out for my best interest. They're looking out for you who paid them. I want to bring you in, Joe, as my inspector. Would you go? Uh, would you go in there despite an inspection already having been occurred, paid for by the seller? We have uh, so buyers still have inspections. We would not work on the same job uh, personally, myself. Uh, right, you, ha- you wouldn't hire you for both. C- correct. Tiger. However, right. there's a few scenarios, Gary. If I can go through. So, in many cases, the seller does their inspection. They may use it as a sales tool. Uh, picture it being on the kitchen counter in a three ring binder. Uh, we provide a three ring binder with the tabs in it. Put all your service records in here, your heating records. Last year, you fixed your pool. You remodeled your bathroom. This looks absolutely fantastic to a buyer coming in. Uh, they may also have that inspection report in there as a checklist, right? I, I fixed the rotted trim at the front door. Uh, we were outdated on our air conditioning service. There's a receipt for that. Cross that off the list. Now the buyer may look at that and say, well, they did all these things. There may not be a lot of room for negotiation in today's market. I'll accept this as it is. Uh, they may wish to have uh, uh, an inspector come in and do their own inspection as well, as, as you mentioned, just to, to you know, 
have their own knowledge or, or someone working for them. Okay. All right. Well, then what can a seller do then to prepare their house for sale and avoid, avoid any deals from falling apart or any renegotiations? Yeah. Well, the first thing, obviously, topic of discussion is have a, have a seller's inspection. <laughs> uh, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> Funny how that. Uh, but, but to be honest with you, we, we do presentations on these quite often uh, to buyers and sellers, uh, realtors. There are simple things uh, people can address. Think about your own house, uh, where you live, the things that you walk past every day you've become accustomed to. Mm. Uh, I know I, I tell stories of mine. I have a, a, a bedroom door that the panel's all delaminated. It closes. I got to pull up on it a little bit to get it to close. Every weekend I say, uh, yeah, I'm going to get to that. Well, maybe I'll get to it this weekend, actually. Uh, and then, you know, there's other circumstances of that gutter. You come home uh, and it's raining and you see the weed growing out of it. I know I need to clean that before the next big rainstorm. Uh, you, you walk past these things and they become the norm. Um, in comes a, a buyer, like we mentioned, who's scrutinizing the house. Now these things become super important, even though that house may be 15, 20 years old and, and you should accept some, some, uh, uh kind of negative. So, so I'm a seller. Uh, I would first make sure all, as I mentioned, the, the equipment is serviced, right? I've had my heating system, my cooling system serviced within a year. Um, if you have a pool, or other seasonal items like an irrigation system. If you if you get that stuff uh, serviced before winter comes, uh-huh. now you have a nice receipt to give to the buyer and say, oh, well, you know, I know you can't inspect the pool. Uh, however, uh, here's a receipt from uh, the local pool company. They put it away. They inspected it. Everything checks out. That buyer is going to go to closing with confidence and, and less, less worry. Um, we come up with routine maintenance things all the time. Uh, that are not addressed uh, in, in a house. Um, take uh, um, under house crawl spaces instead of having a basement. The average seller hasn't been in there in years. Uh, there may be humidity problems, fallen insulation. Uh, we find a lot of rodent issues in there. So, so imagine being the buyer on on inspection day and 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 finding this stuff out. Oh, I didn't even know there was a crawl space under the house. Now I got to reinsulate it and 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 dehumidify. Maybe address a mold issue. So so you're a seller's nightmare and a buyer's best friend. In many cases, in many cases, we we try to present things and keep it in perspective. Of course, uh, you know, if you're buying a house that's a hundred years old, which we see all the time, even more, even older. Uh, even a house that's 20 years old, um, maybe it's coming close to time for a furnace. I need you to be aware you need to start saving some money for, for, for a heating system around that 20, 25 year period. Uh, but it's working today. So I would let you, let you know that. Um, so yeah, a seller can be proactive in, in, in not having me be the, the, uh, their nightmare. Um, I could be their, their, uh, their liaison into, into making a smoother transaction. And I think it'll lead to really less friction during the process, because like you were saying, Gary, if the seller gets this done up front, they can kind of say, I'm will or no, I'm willing to negotiate on this stuff. I'm not willing to negotiate on other. I've already had my own home inspection and they can use that as their own negotiation leverage with the agents to say, hey, I had my own inspection two weeks ago and I know this house top to bottom. And then they can really be confident when they're moving forward in that process and during the negotiation phase, which is so, so important, especially right now. I, I guess and maybe this is just a sign of the world that we live in or maybe life experience is that I'm skeptical. I'm always questioning. 
So if I were the buyer, I would say, listen, I really appreciate you, the fact that you were proactive and you took a step that you probably didn't need to do by having an, an inspection done when it's usually the, the buyer that's doing it. Um, that being said, I'm still going to have my own inspector come in who's working on my behalf. I think that's expected though, yep. right? Yep. And, Even and if you're doing that seller inspection, you're doing it to protect yourself, knowing that the buyer is going to come in with their own inspector. So then realistically, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this topic, but could you theoretically have two different inspectors that kind of go, well, no, I don't see it that way. I see it this way and kind of maybe go it, at it a little bit or. It is based on the inspector's opinion. However, you know, earlier when we were talking about the history of the business, we now have a standard of practice. So every inspector is going to be, uh, if they go a little beyond potentially, but they're going to be following that standard of practice. Um, could someone, a second inspector, come in for the buyer and, and see something differently? Maybe it's not accurate. Maybe it's exaggerated. Sure. Uh, but generally, the, the playing field is going to be pretty similar. And of the, all the sellers' inspections we've done, we haven't had any any experiences where there's been an issue with a buyer coming in um, see something different okay. afterwards. Um, you know, Rob spoke a little bit about what what the seller can do with the information. Uh, you could just take that information and say, "I don't have the money to do a lot of these things, but here's the conditions of the home." Now you've essentially disclosed a lot of this and maybe taken it out of play for that. Uh, post-contract uh, negotiation. They could fix some things. Or lastly, uh, same way if they didn't have the money to fix them, uh, let's go back to the example of, of a roof that's uh, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, a buyer sees that as a, it's presented to them as a roof that's nearing the end of its expected useful life. Maybe it needs a couple repairs to help it get through the next three to five years. They're thinking, oh my God, I need to put a roof on this house. A seller could go ahead and make those little repairs, get a letter from the roofer that says, your roof has three to five years left on it. I fixed X, Y, and Z. It's good to go for the winter. Uh, when you need a new roof, it's going to cost X thousands of dollars. Now the seller is pro providing that buyer with information to say, when you buy this house, you have three to five years to go ahead and put a roof on it. I knew that, you know that, and 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 let's move move to close. And I think that's super relevant because of the fact that almost every transaction, to be quite transparent, the sellers are not getting their own inspection, no, right? No. So this is a really a technique or a trick or something that can be used as an advantage. And I think if you take it to that next level, like you're saying, and you say, I've done this or I've gotten these other pieces of the puzzle put in play, if you don't do that, then the buyer's inspector is going to come in, like you said, and go, hey, needs a new roof. Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that there's a difference between a buyer's inspection and a seller's inspection. The, the service itself is essentially the same. So the components that we look at, Gary, are the same. Uh, however, the, um, the, the mentality or the, the, the voice that we use in our reporting and conversations is a little different. It's more of a consultation. Uh, each of my seller clients uh, has a little different initiative as to what they're after. Some want to know, are there any big things? Some want to know, I need to know everything. I'm, I'm going to fix it all. Um, so we, we work with a variety of, of different clients on that and, and treat it a little bit more like, like a consultation same components, same information, little different mindset. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. Um, who are good candidates? Just out of curiosity, or what yeah, type so of we, like house you know for a seller's inspection? Yeah. So I, um, 
we see, we see some that are that are more prominent in um, some of these in examples would probably take people a, a little off guard as a surprise. Estate properties are probably the most common. Uh, two of the clients that I've worked with this summer, uh, their parents uh, have downsized or maybe their parents passed away and they're, they have three kids who live out of state who, who are now are in charge of cleaning out the house and getting it ready. They don't know anything about the house. They want to make sure that they maximize you know, their inheritance in some cases um, and they'll get the house ready for sale of, by doing this. Um, recently we, we had an experience where they knew nothing about the house. They were coming into town for a week to get it ready. Uh, they were able to address some simple things like, um, window cranks. So 30 windows in the house, 20 some odd of them had issues with the cranks. A buyer might see that as, oh boy, this 1985 house needs new windows. They went ahead, called the local lumberyard, got all the hardware, uh, two handy brothers spent the time putting all the new cranks in. Now all the windows work. Uh, they had uh, siding material, synthetic stucco, had some moisture problems. They got a specialist in. They got the section fixed versus somebody having a, a bit of a panic attack with, with that material and wondering, you know, should I buy the house as a buyer? Or what do I need to do to fix it? Let me go get my own contractor with, you know, a lot of times on the buyer side, some of those, um, those numbers can be a little bit inflated when they call a contractor and tell them that they're looking to buy a house. So there's thing one there, sorry, oh, the, to, okay. um, uh, estate properties. Uh, we work with some, some uh, rehab clients as well. So we'll do the inspection before an investor is going to buy a house. And then we go back and inspect it before they're going to put it to market. Great contractors. Uh, they got a whole bunch of subs coming in. They tend to, in my experience, lend to addressing the fun stuff, the, the, the kitchens, the bathrooms, the interior, uh, but they may forget to service that furnace or maybe they didn't re-insulate the attic and there's a mess up there with some, some rodent evidence. So we've helped some investors uh, in that way. And then there's long-term occupants. I mentioned earlier the, the, the story about a door in my house. Uh, the people that think their house is still perfect, even though they've been in it for 40 years. Um, you know, I can see my parents falling into this, this circumstance. Um, and lastly, anyone who just wants a smoother transaction, take the stress out, make it a little bit more of a business transaction and remove some of the emotion from it all uh, as it goes through. I think that's the key to take away here is that this is something that's seldom used by home sellers. And uh, Joe and his company really have brought to my attention how necessary it is and how much easier a transaction can be. So I just I feel like it's almost a hidden trick or you know, a technique that can be used that's just seldom known and and flies under the radar. And for, I mean, I would say on most homes, the inspection can be anywhere from what, four to $600, would you say? Yeah, the averages come up a little higher than that. So um, it, that, that, that range is about right. On a, on a yearly basis, our average inspection fees in the 600 to 650 range. So, yeah, so for six, $700 on average as a home seller, you can bring in a pro that knows what they're doing to look at your house before you put it on the market or maybe right around when you put it on the market to identify all these issues that can be rectified and at the very least give you bulletproof knowledge that you're not going to get anywhere else. You're not going to get it from a realtor. You're not going to get it from a mortgage lender. You're not going to get it from an appraiser. The only one that's going to be able to give it to you is a qualified and experienced home inspector. And a, apart from taking a, away the stress, 
and giving you that smooth transaction, it's gonna save you thousands and thousands of dollars. I would say it's probably rare to have someone spend that money on a home inspection as a seller and then go, oh, that wasn't worth it. They didn't find anything. That's almost non-existent. So I think it's really just getting a return on investment. Maybe you spend that six, seven, eight hundred dollars and you end up saving five thousand yeah. dollars in repairs. Like you said, you use the word investment. That's exactly what it is. Folks, you are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show along with Rob Weinberg. Uh, I'm Gary Byron. Our guest uh, this morning is from Tiger uh, Home and Building Inspections. We, you know, we've got uh, Joe, Joe DeLaurentis here. Uh, and by the way, you can contact Joe very easily. He's got a toll-free number, 800-328-4677. Again, toll-free, 800-328-4677. And you can check them out online at uh, www.tigerinspect.com. Um, Joe, can you share maybe a success story of a seller who benefited from a seller's inspection? Absolutely. Um, I mentioned one earlier about the the estate. Uh, one of our favorite stories is is the we call it the post it note uh, couple. Uh, a nice uh, larger home, uh, twenty twenty five years old. I don't remember exactly. Um, at the end of our inspections, we have gone through what we're finding with our clients as we go through the property, and then we like to do a verbal summary at the end. Well, during during the verbal summary. They had a, a, a pack of, of post-it notes, and, and every time we would hit a, a important topic to address, they'd scribble it down and put it on the counter. We ended up with about 10 post-it notes all over the counter. Of course, you have the classic husband and wife, uh, honey-do list kind of things, what contractors. Well, they had uh, uh, quite a bit of um, uh, environmental um, systems in the house, uh, radon water control, radon air control, both of them unplugged. When I mentioned they were unplugged, both um, husband and wife said, well, we forgot we even had them. We negotiated <laughs> for those when we bought the house 20 years ago and uh, <clears throat> didn't know they were there. Um, pretty significant rodent problem. They admitted that they had a pest control operator in years ago, but dropped the service. Um, you know, classic case of buy the house, young family, boom, 15 years goes by, kids go off to college. Now we're going to downsize and um, I ended up doing a buyer's inspection for them after they sold. And, and when I when I met them, uh, they explained to me that they went through and addressed about uh, 10 items, had a real smooth transaction afterwards. Uh, of course, I gained another buyer's inspection from it, um, um, making, making friends with them uh, and a good referral source. Uh, so uh, they were able to uh, address things there. What are their services? I mentioned Tiger, your, your company. I know you're VP there. What, what other services does Tiger offer? Maybe what areas, for example, do you service? Sure. So our primary business is uh, throughout the state of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Our home office and call center is in Madison, Connecticut, and our staff lives throughout the state. So uh, nice. our clients are dealing with local inspectors. Uh, our environmental team also lives throughout the state. Uh, uh, they're there to do the, the radon testing and, and water testing uh, and such. So uh, residential buyer's inspection is is the primary uh, bulk of our business. Of course, the seller's inspections, the topic of today, are growing every day. More people are getting proactive and, and taking the reins on their transactions. Um, additionally, we do commercial building inspections. So we work with uh, investors, everything from the scope of uh, uh, multifamilies, mixed use, up to large industrial. And, and that market, like every real estate market, kind of Kind of comes and goes, but we have designated inspectors for that. 
Hmm. Uh, along with the home inspections, Gary, people may choose to do radon testing. Sure. Uh, if they have a well, they'll do water testing. And uh, and then we have uh, um, inspectors who are certified to do mold testing. Um, yeah, that's a world in and of itself. Yes. You know, my, my final question for example, we're running out of time. Can you just maybe give one piece of advice for home buyers in this market? Crazy market at that. Uh my best advice for home buyers currently, there's been some conversation about waiving inspections. In other words, I'm going to go to contract and, and not include the inspection. Right, because it's not necessary. It's, it's, it's not, not required. Right, it's nope, not required. Nope, uh, unless uh, for some you know, um, government loans and such. But still have your inspection. Even if the negotiation uh, platform or, or ability has reduced, you have an opportunity to find out what you're buying. You have an opportunity sure. to learn what you might want to fix later what kind of maintenance tasks you need to take care of. Don't let those maintenance tasks turn into big problems. It allows planning uh, and budgeting and prevents that uh, risk of, of buyer's remorse. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Let's bring uh, Rob Weinberg back into the fold. Uh, I would absolutely agree with him. I think a lot of home buyers nowadays are going to do any and everything they can to get a deal. They're desperate to buy a home in this limited inventory market. And one of the first lines of defense that a lot of realtors are telling them is, hey, waive that inspection, waive that appraisal contingency, waive all this stuff. Well, who are you protecting? You know, who's looking out for you as a buyer if you're not getting an inspection, you're waiving appraisal contingencies, there's nobody that's really working on your behalf. Yeah. It's worth that couple hundred dollars to get that inspection done, that return on investment. You are buying the biggest asset you'll probably ever buy. Almost every home buyer, this is the biggest financial transaction they will ever take on. If it gives you a little bit more peace of mind, if it gives you some insurance, so to speak, you know, not real insurance like a policy, but some mental insurance on your stress level and on your transaction going smoothly, because the last thing you want is for an appraiser to go in there, whether you have a contingency on it or not, and then find an issue that a home inspector would have found yep. and could have, you know, helped you a lot earlier in the process. Because there are transactions, unfortunately, that get derailed at the time of the home inspection you know, foundation issues. I had one in Enfield a couple months ago. They thought they were getting the deal of a lifetime, 5,000 square foot home, gorgeous. And it was really underpriced. They couldn't figure out why. Well, they got that inspector in there and found out that whole foundation was just in shambles. It had to be replaced. All of a sudden, that really good deal, once you put a couple hundred thousand in foundation repairs, it wasn't such a good deal. They walked away. But you know what? They walked away within a week of going under contract, not a month in, a week away from closing or a couple weeks away when the appraisal comes in or something else comes in mm -hmm. that has another issue. So it's just, it makes no sense that you're going to spend six figures right. on a property and then not Because it's inspection. not required. I would say it is necessary, although it's not legally required. Like you said, it's the biggest investment you'll ever make. And for six, seven hundred bucks, I mean, it's kind of, you're spending a quarter of a million dollars, if not more. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a no-brainer. Folks, uh, you can get a hold of Joe over at Tiger Home and Building Inspection. Very easy to reach. I know he's in Madison. Simply call him. Uh, it is toll-free, 800 328-4677 and online at tigerinspect.com. As far as Rob Weinberg is concerned, he's got a brand new website. Check this out, www.connecticutmortgagelending.com. Connecticut is spelled out, by the way. So connecticutmortgagelending.com. And of course, you can always email him and maybe you can get your uh, your question answered on these very airwaves at mortgagemattersradioshow at gmail. Dot com. Call him. Make an appointment with Rob. 860-413-3938.
Once again, 860-413-3938. We appreciate uh, uh, Joe DeLaurentis from Tiger being with us this morning. For Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters. Until next Saturday, have a good one, everybody. So long. Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.